want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Part of the human experience is dealing with the fact that no one really wants us to love ourselves because they don't make money that way. Because people make money when we don't like ourselves, you know? Like you buy a shit ton of makeup, you know, you drop hundreds of dollars to get your hair done or like people are taking all these weight loss pills. So once you kind of unsubscribe from the worldly view that you know you need to be x y and z to receive love i think that's a big game changer you know i would listen to podcasts and all like i would just do all the things and like try to absorb as much information as i possibly could about self-love and acceptance but until you decide that this is the only body that you're ever going to get and i have two options i can love it or i can hate it i think that's when that's when change happens Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Back to the Show. Thank you so, so much for clicking on today's episode. My name is Lily. I'm your host. Today's episode is a formula or an episode formula that I'm pulling out of the vault. And I used to record Ask Lilies every single month, and I don't really remember when I kind of did away with that. But it's something that I would really, really love to bring back because I see common themes in my dms and oftentimes you guys will send me questions and i'll either just dm right back or i'll like kind of tuck it in my pocket and think to put it into a podcast episode and or just kind of like pull from it i'm thinking of topics to record about and the ask lily advice column type episodes are just a really good way to kind of like bundle your questions into like one giant episode and then answer them. So I'm thinking about bringing these back kind of monthly or maybe I'll do it as like a bonus episode every single month, but I always have a really good time with these episodes and I know that you guys do too. So I posted on my Instagram story for you guys to send in questions and you guys definitely did. So I pulled a couple of them. I so appreciate when you guys add like tons and tons of details because it really helps me to better answer your questions and it just kind of like provides context and I can just give you guys advice to the best of my ability. I would love to be able to do some sort of advice session where you guys like call in like that would be like a radio show style, you know? How does one get a radio show? I guess this kind of is like a radio show. I'm sitting here with my headphones on, mic in front of me, etc. Speaking of the setup that we have going on, please don't be mad at me. Um, I'm not filming this episode. And the reason being, I am just having one of those days where I just don't feel like shoving a camera in my face. And I know that that's annoying. Don't get me wrong. Um, 
but I was prepping to record this episode and I just like couldn't get myself to record it. <laughs> like I just kept procrastinating and I just kept doing other things around the house to do anything besides record this episode. And I sat down with myself and I was like, okay, what about recording is making you so anxious? You know, what about the process is making you feel, you know, is it the questions? Is it, you know, the recording? Do you not feel, you know, whatever today? And I just decided that it was the idea of putting myself in front of a camera right now, just like for some reason made me anxious made me feel resistant to recording. That's the really interesting thing about resistance is oftentimes it's coming from this place of, I guess like self-doubt or we could call it anxiousness. Whatever the hurdle is, you can decide to jump it or you can decide to move it out of the way or you can decide to just not run the race at all. But in this case, I just decided to pull it to the side because most of you guys listen to the audio. The video is like a cool, nice thing. Um, that we can do but it's not essential right and so it's fun to do I'm you know adding it into the podcast I'm still working out a bunch of kinks and stuff but I enjoy filming the video but it's not an essential piece of the podcast and um, so it's like you know what I can do without one video it'll be okay and you guys will still hopefully enjoy the episode and everybody will be okay so just for the reasons of I'm just having like a bad body image day I'm not recording on video so be it couple other updates for you guys um join the group chat if you aren't already there are like 1500 of you in that group chat which is crazy to me um but definitely go join the geneva group you guys chat all the time in there it's just super cool to interact with you all on a very cool level um it's just cool to be able to like message something really quick and you know, I have Instagram and that's a good way to reach people, but the podcast group chat is definitely like where it's at. So definitely join the group chat. Another fun update for you guys. I was looking at my calendar for August, September, October, November. First off, I don't know how the summer is flying by so quickly, but it is. And I was looking at the fall and I just realized like how much random stuff I have going on. I just have so many projects in the works so many things I hate to be the type of person that's like I have so many things coming up and you guys just need to stay tuned but I am going to be that person and just say that you guys need to stay tuned um if I could just like spill it all right now I would but that would require like a lot of explaining and I want to give time to you guys to answer your questions there's a lot there's a, a project that has been very very near and dear to my heart and it's been a big big piece of my healing journey um, and it's one of those, pro- it's been a writing project and I feel like just saying writing project kind of gives away what it is. If someone can DM me and guess it, that would be really cool. Maybe I'll give you a high five. I don't know, a fist bump. Um, I'll give you guys all the details very soon, but it has been a major, major piece of my healing journey and I have grown to love my friends because of it love my friends a lot deeper because of it love myself a lot deeper because of it and kind of just like love my circumstances um a lot more because of this writing project and because of kind of the the therapeutic element that it's brought into my life and so it's one of those projects that I don't really know when like the right time will be to announce it um 
because it's so vulnerable. It's stories that I haven't told yet publicly. Um, And so I think whenever it kind of feels right and it's starting to feel like more right, you know, to share it, I'll share. And I'm really excited about that. So if that was a little cryptic, I apologize. But that is kind of all I can say, because if I say it all, you'll need the thing and it'll just be this whole big thing. But I also have some other cool projects that I'm working on in the fall. There's just, it's like one of those things where you look at the calendar and you're like, okay, this, like the rest of the year is going to go by so fast because there's so many things in the works. And for those reasons, I am actually looking for an extra set of hands. So I decided to open up um, an internship for the fall. And ideally this person would want to just kind of see like the behind the scenes of podcasting, content creation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I want to put the podcast on TikTok, TikTok, and I just don't have a good relationship. I've never really been um, interested in the app and making like all those little videos and stuff has just never really been me. Like I, I share on Instagram when I feel called to share. And most of the time it's like a total brain dump, like basically a journal entry of a caption and, and a photo dump. And that's kind of how I use social media. And I just kind of want someone to kind of like take over the TikTok. We'll just kind of roll into like where my mind's at. I'm just going to kind of like brain dump on you guys right now. But down the line, I would love to see 8020 become more of like a lifestyle brand than just a podcast. And so maybe the the you know the tiktok account is you know a collection of tiktoks that you guys have made or just tiktoks that like kind of align with whatever my audience believes is like the 80 20 lifestyle i'm in the process of launching more publicly my one-on-one mentorship program that i host and that's kind of just like uh it's been something that i've kind of kept under wraps but i do have people that i mentor just in the realm of podcasting and the digital space and all this kind of stuff um so i want to continue to elevate that so there's just a lot of things going on so so essentially if you have an interest in entrepreneurship podcasting social media kind of all the behind the scenes of being a creator you don't have to be local but if you go to towson go to college park go to somewhere go to university in dc um, or maybe even if you're, you know, in any of like the community colleges around Annapolis, DC, Baltimore, I'm definitely giving priority to local people just because I think that there's something so magical about being able to connect in person. If that sounds like something that you might be interested in, please send me your resume and just like a little blurb about why you're interested to hello at lilyrayco.com. That's H-E-L-L-O at lilyrayco.com, L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W. And that will be linked in the show notes too for you guys just to keep it easy um, and if you have any questions feel free to message me actually just email me because I'm definitely more responsive over email if it's something like business related whereas Instagram is like hey what's the link to that book and I'm like hey it's linked on my Amazon shop kind of thing so that's that So let's go ahead and answer some questions. I told everyone that I was going to keep these anonymous, so I'm just going to use your first initial. I don't know. I just, I feel like if you hear, it's so easy nowadays to put pieces together and I don't want people to like get in a weird situation. So the first question is from E and she says, hi Lily, I need some advice on not looking too far into the future when I'm in a relationship. For some context, I've been dating someone for almost a year and I feel as though I'm constantly assessing if he's someone who I want to marry instead of being present in the moment together. I'm worried about what's missing in front of me by focusing too much on the what ifs. This is the first relationship I had where we weren't just friends first because we met on a dating app. 
I only dated two guys before him and the relationship didn't feel as serious as this one does. And I'm assuming that's partly because I'm in my 20s and there's more societal pressure to try to settle down. He was my first match on the app and we ended up hitting it off during the first date. Part of me is second guessing, not quote looking around more and wasting my time if he isn't the one. But I also don't want to lose what we have. So again, that feeds into me constantly looking towards marriage as a finish line and wondering if this relationship will end with marriage. Of course, he has his quirks, but I want to be able to appreciate those unique aspects of his personality instead of wondering if that's something that will make or break the relationship down the road. Ooh, good question. There's a couple different ways that we can kind of navigate this and Dating in your 20s is so tricky because there is the societal pressure to settle down, but there's also the desire to settle down, right? If you guys have been together for a year and you're already kind of thinking like, oh, I I don't, I mean, because this relationship is going to end one of two ways. You're going to marry him or you guys are going to break up. That's just typically how it goes. Um, And if you're already wondering, is he the right one? I don't know if I have looked around enough. Um, I don't know if I'm wasting my time. To me, it kind of sounds like if you have to ask those questions, there might be something missing in this relationship. And just because you feel like there's something missing doesn't mean that the relationship isn't good. It doesn't mean that he's a bad guy. It just means that you kind of feel like something's missing. In your words, I'm constantly assessing if he's someone that I want to marry instead of being in the present moment. When I think of the words in the present moment, I think like, okay, I'm, I'm heavily enjoying this date that we're on right now. So if you're on this date and you're enjoying it but you're also worried that maybe he doesn't have all the qualities that you deem you know non-negotiables maybe deep down there it just kind of feels like something's missing it sounds to me like maybe you do want to go explore other options maybe you do feel like something just isn't quite right in this current relationship that you're in i'm not saying you know go run and break up with him But I think if you kind of have this little feeling like, oh, I, you know, kind of want to explore what else is out there, there will never be someone who checks every single non-negotiable box that you have that, you know, no one's perfect. And when I say list, um, I'm referring to, I've mentioned it in a couple podcast episodes, but when I say like the non-negotiables list, um, I have one. I think every everybody should have one kind of like your criteria list for your ideal partner and just kind of jot down some things that are true non-negotiables like what does this potential person believe about life what does this potential person think what's his relationship with his family does he want kids does he want marriage you know all these things um, that you deem important whatever that looks like for you you have to answer those questions and try to figure out if person that you're dating aligns with your non-negotiables This episode is brought to you by AG1. Speaking of non-negotiables, I have a non-negotiable for you guys when it comes to my morning routine, my health and wellness habits, and that is drinking my AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. So I drink AG1 before, almost before I do anything in the day. It's one of those habits that is so ingrained into my daily routine now. So basically my morning goes something like this. I wake up, I make my bed, 
I empty the dishwasher. And then the third thing is that I drink my AG1. It's so essential to my daily routine because every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality. That AG1 just makes it really easy to take supplements in an all-in-one formula. Before AG1, I found it really hard to keep up with a supplement routine. I really would never know the right supplements to take, who to trust, all that stuff. But AG1 just makes all of that so much easier because it replaces your multivitamin, your probiotics with one simple drinkable habit. My AG1 is delivered to me every single month, so it's super easy to make it a habit. I also have a bunch of those single serving AG1 travel packs, so I never have to miss a day if I'm headed to the beach or headed on a trip. And I also hand out the travel packs to all my friends when we talk about AG1 because I just love it so much and I want everyone to try it and I want you to try it too. So if you're ready to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash 8020. That's drinkag1.com slash 8020. Check it out. So to me, it kind of sounds like if you are worrying you know where is this going the end of this relationship whether it be marriage or breakup is important to you yes there's a societal pressure to settle down but i also think that there's an equal if not more heavy societal pressure to kind of be in this like what are we like limbo area and i don't really think the what are we limbo area is okay to be quite honest. And we've put such like a stigma around saying, what are we? It's not an unrealistic expectation to be like, hey, you know, I think that we need to have a serious conversation about where this is headed. You guys have been together for a year, but you have some doubts. I feel like that's completely normal, especially if, you know, you guys have been together for a year now and things are starting to feel more serious. That's fine. But, you know, maybe it is time to have a conversation and be like, hey, you know, I kind of see this going in this direction. And do you see this going in this direction, too? And if you guys don't have an aligned kind of vision for your future, I think it might be time to have a conversation. And if it doesn't align, then you kind of have your answer. And yes, those are hard conversations to have. It's not something that should be taken lightly or, you know, done in a casual manner. But I think you kind of owe it to yourself and, and to the both of you to know where his head's at too because he might be thinking the same thing you guys might be mutually like oh I'm not really sure where this is going I'm not sure if I should explore other options ultimately to answer your question I don't think that it's a bad thing that you're not living in the present moment I think if you're struggling to be present during your time together there's something down in your gut that's like I just have to know if this is worth my time, you know? So I don't have like a true piece of advice of like put your phone away and just like be together because it sounds to me like it's more complex than that. It sounds to me like you have a deep like intuitive feeling that you kind of need to know like do we both have a general idea of the direction this is headed? Are my needs being met or do I need to kind of, you know, move on and explore what else is out there? All right, question number two comes from M and she says, Hey girl, I've struggled more with body image than I ever have since about October. To give you some context, I'm a ballet dancer and as much of the idea of a ballet dancer's body has changed, it's really hard for me to look at some of my friends who are naturally teeny tiny and be okay with the fact 
that I have larger thighs, wider hips, and a bigger bust. It definitely got more difficult to deal with when I began to rehearse for one of my studio shows. I was given a role, but the reason why body image became more apparent was because the costume I wore was a full, long-sleeved unitard with no skirt. Since then, it's been hard for me to look at myself in the mirror or in pictures and be accepting. A lack of self-love also influenced that, so if you would be able to touch on that, I would really appreciate it. You've been helpful with all things in the past, and I would love to hear your perspective. Love you. Oh, love you too, girl. Okay, this this question really struck a, struck a chord with me, um, and specifically the part about not being able to look at myself in the mirror. I was listening to Mel Robbins' podcast, and it was an episode that she recently published with her husband, and it was... Um, I think it was like five things men wish you knew about their mental health or something like that. And in that episode, her husband talked about how there was a period of time where he couldn't even look at himself in the mirror because he was so judgmental of himself. And it made a lot of things click for me that like when you can't even look at yourself in the mirror like not even like brush your teeth in the morning. Like that's how you know you've hit a new low when it comes to self-acceptance or lack thereof. Reading you write that it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and not and not feel like you accept yourself really hits home. And I don't think we talk about how often this happens. We're given this body and it's like our vessel that we use to go about life we have an opportunity to get to know our body really well and in your case um you use it for dance and and that's such a cool way to move your body and do something that you love and do something that that you're passionate about but what's really heartbreaking is that the same thing that you're passionate about made the feelings that you have about your body not loving and not accepting I don't think that there's been like a single piece of advice that I could give to you that would make this relationship better and make you more accepting of yourself because there's nothing that is like the most deep inner work I think that could ever be done. And so, you know, I would listen to podcasts and all like I would just do all the things and like try to absorb as much information as I possibly could about self-love and acceptance. But until you decide that this is the only body that you're ever going to get and I have two options, I can love it or I can hate it um, and you pick the first one, um, I think that's when that's when change happens. And also know that like we have this interesting perspective of self-love and there's a quote that or maybe it's not a quote, maybe it's more of a philosophy, that you can't love others until you love yourself or you can't expect to receive love until you love yourself. So I've been walking around for such a long time with this idea that I'm not loved because I don't love myself either or I can't receive love from other people because I'm not deserving of it because I don't love myself. And so I think that's a lie that people sell us to just kind of perpetuate this self-hatred. Because people make money when we don't like ourselves, you know, like you buy a shit ton of makeup. Like, have you ever walked into Ulta? Like you spend like a grand in one sitting, like it's ridiculous. Or like, you know, you drop hundreds of dollars to get your hair done or like people are taking all these weight loss pills and, you know, there's a 
a boutique down the street that does like weight loss Wednesdays or something like that. And you can get shots. Maybe that's the, the, the pharmaceutical trend that's going on right now, but it just, it's mind blowing to me how much money people make from our insecurities. And I think women are the main target. And I'm not saying that men are exempt from insecurities because that's, you know, far, far, far from the truth. But, you know, I think just part of the human experience is dealing with the fact that no one really wants us to love ourselves because they don't make money that way, you know? So once you kind of unsubscribe from the worldly view that, you know, you need to be X, Y, and Z to receive love, I think that's a big game changer. That's work that you have to do and there's nothing that I can do or say to fix that. Um, But I definitely think a big, big piece of that has been surrounding myself with people who have proven to me time and time again that I don't need to prove anything before I'm accepted. And I don't have the perfect formula for these types of friendships and relationships. Um, I was lucky enough to kind of stumble into them. I've recorded a couple episodes on like making and keeping friends in your 20s. Um, But a book that was really helpful was Find Your People by Janine Allen. Um, the book Platonic, um, I forget the author, but I'll link it in the show notes. That's been really helpful. And then a book that I recently picked up called The Lives We Actually Have. It's a hundred blessings for imperfect days and they're just little prayers and, um, or you can use them as, you know, inspiration and motivation. One of them was a prayer for learning to love yourself. And then another is a prayer for days or a blessing on days when you don't love yourself. So that's on page 62 and then 138, I believe. Both of those have just kind of just been thought provoking. So recommend all of those things. Last question is from H and she says, hi, Lily. I love the podcast. I need some advice on feeling like I'm behind in life. I feel like our stories really align. So you're the perfect person to talk to. I graduated college a year after all of my friends and immediately started a corporate job, only to realize that it was not only unfulfilling, it was soul-sucking. I left that job and started working at a local fitness studio, but it feels like such a downgrade from what I used to do. To make matters worse, all of my friends are now being promoted at their jobs, but I'm just chucking people into a workout class. I feel like a failure and that I'm so behind in life. On top of that, I am in a relationship, but he's always so busy working his finance job that it feels like he's light years ahead of me in the career field. I feel like he's going to leave me for someone who has their shit together. Anyway, I could just use some advice in any of those areas. Thank you. Okay, first and foremost, your last sentence, I feel like he's going to leave me for someone who has their shit together. Did he say that or are you just like in your head? Like, did you make that up? like reality check here holding you accountable real quick like did he say that because if you guys have this like solid perfect relationship but for some well and no one's perfect but if you guys have a pretty solid relationship and he's got a solid job and you just feel like you're behind in life it might be the case that you're kind of creating this reality in your head that he wants someone who also is you know making strides in their career and unless he's explicitly told you that him leaving you for someone who quote has their shit together isn't gonna happen i think this is such a common this whole situation it's so so much more common than you think it is and social media plays a really really big role in assuming that everyone else has their shit together and assuming that everyone loves their job and assuming that life is just 
hunky-dory all the time. I think back to my freshman year of college, I struggled so, so, so much. I think like your freshman year of college, everybody wants to transfer. The first semester, it's like such a big um, change in your life and everyone is like in the perfect sorority and they're having fun at frat parties and they're loving their classes and it just looks like everyone has their shit together. So think back to freshman year of college, think back to scrolling Instagram and think back to feeling like you're the only one who didn't love it I think the same thing applies after college like everyone's posting like life is good and in the pictures it might be happy and you know they might enjoy their job they might have a cool friend group they might love their new apartment but it's hard there's no formula there's no handbook there's no right way to do things but for some reason we all have this idea that you know you graduate college and then you get a job and then you get married and then you have kids and then you this, and then you that, and it's just kind of like this continuous snowball of we need to do the next thing, what's the next thing, what's the next thing. So you left your job because you were unhappy. There's nothing wrong with that. You still work a job, you just feel less important, but that's not true. If you look at your, okay, so you're checking people into a workout class, right? This is probably like the one hour of their day where they aren't on their phone, where they're not being bombarded with emails they're not dropping someone off at soccer practice they are not doing their homework they're not studying they're not being you know bitched at by their bosses so you might very well be the best part of their day and you have no idea and you greeting them with a smile and you know hey how are you doing do you have a towel like let me grab you a water like you have no idea you know maybe your workout studio for them is kind of like a little bit of an escape from daily life so don't discount the impact of this job this role because you never know the impact that you can make on someone's life in even just a short interaction as as small as you know checking them into a workout class I also think too a lot of this paragraph is about career so I just want to challenge you for a second are you defining behind as not being in or on a certain career trajectory because it sounds to me like it's very career related and trust me, I know firsthand, I mean, you said it yourself, our stories really align, um, feeling like you're not where you want to be in your career. Post-college, there's just such a wide variety of paths to take and careers to do. And I just, there, there doesn't have to be a certain formula. There doesn't have to be a timeline. What's the rush to climb the corporate ladder? I see absolutely zero appeal in that. And if you do that is fantastic but i just you know time and time again i just keep like i look at this certain lifestyle and if this is you keep doing it more power to you but i just look at people getting the promotions and climbing the corporate ladder and nothing is nothing about that is appealing to me and it sounds like because you took the step to leave that corporate job and just you know kind of work at a fitness studio in the interim like nothing about the corporate ladder appeals to you either because you're you're okay with leaving it and thinking differently than the vast majority of people isn't a bad thing you know not subscribing to the idea that you have to climb a ladder isn't a bad thing but because you decided to stray from the status quo naturally you're gonna feel like you're not on the right path but there's no right or wrong path there's just different paths different walks of life and 
one day you'll look back at your time at this fitness studio and be like, I learned so much. I made the best friends I got to meet. You know, one day maybe someone will walk in and I don't know what your dream career is, but they might be the owner, the founder, the whoever of, you know, A, B, and C incorporated. And they would be like, hey, you're the perfect person for this certain position and all the work that you've done all the prep has prepared you for that you can only connect the dots looking back and so one day you're gonna look at this and be like oh it makes so much sense why I felt called to leave my job when I did why I decided to work here instead of there why I you know lived in a certain place why I met the certain person why this person walked out of my life like it's just all gonna make sense And of course, it doesn't make sense right now, but you got to ride the wave. You're moving in the right direction, even if sometimes it doesn't feel like it. All right, you guys, that is going to be it for today's episode. I really, really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have a question that you want in the next Ask Lily episode, please, please, please send me an email emails linked in the show notes it's just hello at lilyreiko.com just send me like a little blurb what your question is your situation some specifics and i will answer to the best of my ability if you guys want to follow along on instagram my username is lilyreiko l-i-l-y-r-a-k-o-w you can also follow the podcast instagram at 8020pod that's 8020pod I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. You guys rock. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to leave a rate, leave a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. Love you guys. Have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon.